And we're recording. Welcome to another podcast. This is the best of 2019 special. I'm Samuel Finlay. Some people call me Sizzle. Sitting across from me is my co-host. Simon Quinn. Some people call me Quinny. Episode 7. I can't wait. The best of 2019. 2019 is almost over. Can you believe Crazy. it? Crazy. Christmas is just here. You know, I'm listening to the Buble album right now. Good times. Watching my Christmas movies. And on that note, Quinny... We have a special, another special episode next week. This week, we're obviously doing the best of 2019 special edition episode. But next week, we'll be doing our Christmas special. So be sure to tune in for that. We'll be breaking down everything when it comes to Christmas and more. But this week, we'll be doing best of 2019. As I said, we'll be talking best TV shows, best movies, best album, best podcasts, uh, sporting moments of the year, and so on. So, should we jump into it, Quinny? Let's get straight into it. I'm excited for this. Great app. Let's do it. So, it's going to be kind of like almost like an award show, right? So, we're going to give nominations for each category. And then we've come together before the podcast. We had a meeting and then we chose some collective winners for their category are you ready Quinny? i'm ready all right so let's jump straight in to the first category best tv show so the nominees we've put down ah stranger things mandalorian bit of a late entry there watchman another late entry euphoria ozark mindhunter and game of thrones Huge. Great so shows. Do we want to talk about the nominees before we announce the winner? Yeah, I reckon we just go into a little bit of detail about All right. each uh, of these uh, nominees. This is straight off the cuff. We haven't done really much planning for this show. We just we wanted to do a best of 2019, so we just you know decided to jump straight. We're just going in. for it. So, Quinny, what do you want to talk about out of those nominees? All right. Should we go just at random or should we go in yeah, order? Yeah, let's just, just jump in. What, All right, okay. Know, we've obviously got our winner, but which... Which of these shows sort of uh, did you really enjoy? So, as you know, it would have been a few weeks ago. I think it was one of our earlier podcasts. might have been episode one, I think, where Sizzle mentioned a show to me called Euphoria. Yes. And, you know, I told him, you know, you know what, Sizzle? Yeah, yeah, I'll watch it. I'll watch it. You know, why not? I'll give it a crack. Like, you talk about it. Took you a little while. It. It took me a bit of time. There's just so many shows I was watching. You know, he did convince me. Bill Simmons also talked it up on his podcast. And then, in the end, I just went, you know what? I'm going to go for it. I'll give it a crack. Sizzle gave me his login details. Shout out to Julie Finlay and Neil <laughs> Finlay for that. Appreciate yeah. that hookup, guys. Thanks, mum and dad. But in saying that, Euphoria, huge fan. Really enjoyed the show. Such a, like, such a like you know, kind of... Not the sort of show that I was expecting. You know, a lot of sex, drugs, alcohol, that kind of stuff. But all it just worked. Like, it was really, really good. Really well put together. I really enjoyed it. I watched the pilot pretty much. It's kind of like a throwback to those sort of teen TV shows where they follow teenagers in high school going through, you know, their final year or final years of school. But it has that sort of twist to it um, where, you know, it's heavy on, as you sort of said, heavy heavy. drugs, sex, alcohol. um, And it's really heavy on the character development, which we see in this show. But yeah, I really liked that show. Um, it's not one of our winners, but an honourable mention, I think. Yeah, I just, I just loved how like every episode focused on like a different character, like their backstory. I really enjoyed that because you know I was kind of keen to you know hear about their backstories, and I think it was really cool to see like Rue's backstory, Lexi's, um, Carl as well. You had Maddie as well, Nate as well. He was an interesting character as Very well. Very interesting. So, you know, I was really... And then also Jules, I thought she was really interesting as well. So, I really enjoyed like that kind of aspect of it. So, you kind of get a bit of a, you know, what were they, what happened to them when they were kids and then how it kind of turned them into who they were. So, I just really enjoyed that kind of part of the show. Yeah. And jumping to another show that we've got on the list, which has been nominated. It's not a winner also, which we were sort of like a bit unsure whether we should even put it there, was Game of Thrones. Now, yeah. it so- sort of got on there by default, didn't it? Because it was a show that we were so invested in and we watched every episode with so much anticipation. And I think it sort of only got there because of that. And I mean, there were some highs, um, but there were certainly some lows, especially that last episode, how it was Ugh. wrapped up. Remember we spoke about that on the first episode? Terrible. <laughs> we did. Um, no good. 
but I mean, there is light at the end of the tunnel because we will be getting another Game of Thrones spin-off uh, coming soon, hopefully. And, you know, there might be, you know, maybe a way that it can sort of be brought back into the eyes of fans to be that show that we all used to love and know so well that sort of was lost. Uh, yeah, I really hope so. Yeah, I know. It was just a bit disappointing. Like, you know, I still... I, I guess there were some aspects I did enjoy. Yeah, I mean, as I said, that's the only reason it sort of made it on there because there were some just real general, yeah. highs that's right. um, throughout the show. Uh, what were some of your highs um, during season, the last season of Game of Thrones? Yeah, so like, I really liked the the episode when they kind of, you know, it's the night before the big battle, uh, the long night. Mm-hmm. So the... the that was probably the, epi- the best episode yeah, of yeah, the two, series. Episode two, Night of the Season. Seven Kingdoms. So, as we know, in that episode, uh, Jamie ends up knighting uh, Brienne, and it was kind of like all the characters are together talking about you know their lives and what's been happening, and you know, kind of building up the you know the suspense for the the showdown with the Walkers. Who, and as we know, you know they have a cool you know have drinks together, they sing songs. Like it's really really cool that way. It's like a really chilled out episode. And then just the way it ends, man, with the army of the dead pretty much approach and then that's how it ends. And then, yeah, and then also John reveals his Targaryen lineage to, like he talks about how he's related to the Targaryens and that kind of was a bit of a, oh, wow, here we go. And yeah, so I really enjoyed that one. How about we yourself? Jamie Knight Bran as well. Yeah. That's, you know, probably one of the, you know, best moments. I think that's one of the best moments of the whole TV series. Yeah. Um, Ever since know, like season two and three, when she was escorted him back mm, to the kingdom, like yeah. um, King's Landing, just it, that whole story between yeah. those two. It was a storyline that really begun early on and carried through right the way through to the last season. Um, and both of those you know characters made it the whole way through because you know it was one of those shows where no one was safe, uh, especially the earlier seasons. You know, Ned dying in season one, literally at the end of season one. Yeah, so it was great to see. You know that storyline play itself out. Although he did in Eventually the end die, yeah, still, and he I did leave yeah. Rhiannon and go back to Cersei, which was yeah. Um, but you know, a little bit disappointing. Love your sister, man. Yeah. So, that, I mean, that's sort of, I guess, the high point. I mean, there were a lot of low points. What was your lowest point through? Or you know, what were you most disappointed about? I mean, there's a few things here. Obviously, um, the way it ended. But like, let's go into that a little bit more detail. So. Was it Daenerys being killed by Jon? Was it the dragons being the other dragons being killed off so easily? Uh, was it Bran, you know, ending up on the Iron Throne? What do you think? What was the the worst part of the last season? Honestly, I think for me, like you've mentioned a lot, that I would definitely up my top to my top five reasons why I didn't like it. I'm just gonna go with the generic. I just hated the fact that Jon, you know, he's mm. revealed to be a Targaryen. You know, you're the rightful heir to the throne and then literally it ends with him going back to the wall. Like, and he gets like yeah, banished from one. King's Landing and from the throne. And I just didn't like it because, you know, Grey Worm leaves anyway and then what's going to stop them? What's going to stop John from still hanging around King's Landing? Grey Worm's not coming back because he, he was the reason why he was sent to the wall. So that was really my, my main beef with the series. Just the fact that John just, you know, a bit of let down, I thought. How about you? Yeah, that's obviously one for me. Um, you know, I mentioned a few others there. But one I actually really didn't like, and I actually didn't mind the episode, but was how The Long Night was shot and edited. That darkness, like, it was just tough to see. You know, I watched this that episode at night, all the lights off in my house. I even had to, at one point, I did turn up the brightness. And, you know, this was something that a lot of fans complain about. But I think it really took away from that episode. You know, they said that they were really going for something uh, there and trying to, you know, portray, um, you know, how dark it would have been. Um, but I, it was hard to watch. And which is a shame because that was, I thought, was a pretty fun episode. Um, I don't think it was the best episode of the season. We know we've already talked about um, which one was there. But yeah, I just thought the darkness, um, how they edited it, um, how it was shot there really was disappointing to me. And that was something that I really didn't like about the season. Obviously, I didn't like Daenerys being killed by Jon um, and how he killed her. And then, um, you know, how the Iron Throne was just burnt down by Drogon 
uh, and then just flying off with her corpse. Like, I don't know. Uh, where's he flying her to? Is it so she can get revived by Maybe. one of the red, the red witch? The I'm, other I'm, one? Hey. But so it's, a, it's a strong theory. I that's like a it. Strong theory. I like that. But yeah, you know, it's that's. I think the end we'll see of Danny. Yeah. But yeah, so that was just pretty much really my only beef. And yours, obviously, as we saw the whole idea of him just killing Danny off, and yeah, yeah. Well, anyway, well, well, do you want to move on to another show that we nominated, or? Yeah, well, I mean, let's just jump straight into the winner. We've talked a, a little bit about some of the other shows that are nominated. Who so, won best show of 2019 for us? Should we get a drum roll? Yeah, or do a drum roll. Put it right near the mic. And the winner goes to Stranger, Stranger Things. Things. Woo! Stranger Things three, the third season. Great season. I thought the best season of the series. Oh, me too. I totally agree. I reckon season three was the best season so far out of the three. So let's get around that. Yeah. Look, a lot darker. I thought than. Uh, seasons one and two yeah definitely um you know seasons one and two were a little bit more kid friendly uh i thought season three was for more of an adult audience uh obviously the characters have grown up a little bit um you know you see them going through sort of that that teenager teenage stage teenage stage there um and the fight scenes are a lot more gruesome um yeah, all round, just great season. Bit sad towards the end. Your yeah. boy Hopper. Yeah, Hop. Yeah, but I don't think he's. A, I don't reckon he's dead. Yeah, that just will... the way it ends in the post credits. Mm, so you see Hopper die. Well, you don't. Well, see you don't him see him, him die, but he dies. Well, it's they. It's they make it sound like he dies, but he. I feel like he definitely doesn't. I reckon he'll be on yeah. season four for sure. Well, at the very end of the season, there is that scene. Where an American is mentioned, and um, throughout the whole by season. the Russians, yeah. What are the Russians calling throughout so, the whole season? Exactly, the American. So Hopper might make a return. Uh, who do you think was the MVP of this season? Was Hopper the MVP? I yeah, don't think so. I don't know. That's that's tough, man. I'm trying to think. Who was the MVP? I mean, Dustin season? was pretty good. Dustin was always pretty good. Um. Yeah, I'm gonna. It's tough, isn't no, it? No, you I know mean, what? I kind of liked. Um... Oh, what's he? Oh, I've just had a mental blank. What's the? Uh... He works at the ice cream room. The... Oh. <laughs> what's his name? Um, I've just had a mental blank. Uh, I'm having a mental blank too. It's. No, we'll fact check. We'll fact check that. <laughs> Steve, that's Steve. right. Steve, I really, I honestly thought, um, Steve really stepped up in that season for me mm-hmm. because you know he was kind of a bit of a you know a bit of a jerk at the start but then he like kind of warms up to yeah. nancy as we know and i really liked his him and uh you know him and robin in the ice creamery man like work they're like together i really enjoyed their time together so i'm going with yeah i'm going with steve man i thought steve was awesome that season yeah wearing uh, the sailor outfit man i love it yeah and you yeah, I think Steve is certainly um, one of the best characters of this season. Um, I mean, there's, I mean, that whole group. I mean, the kids, all of them, not so much kids now; they're more teenagers. But I think each of them sort of add something different. Um, yeah, I think. I mean. It's tough, isn't it? I actually really thought Billy did a pretty good job. You liked Billy? As the, um, sort of like the carrier, I guess. Um, he, you know, was, I guess, the villain for most of it. But, you know, we saw him sort of come back to himself in the dying moments of the last episode. But yeah, I thought he was, for me, um, one of the highlights yeah, and he's also an Australian actor too. Mate. Yeah. So shout out to the shout Aussie, out to, yeah, um, a former Aussie. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, but yeah, overall, yeah, that's right. I was going to say he was up there, but I'm going yeah, Steve. Yeah, yeah, nice. I like it. Well, yeah, overall, just like a great show. Um, but yeah, the best season I think so far. Yeah. I'm really excited for the next season now. Um, 
and you know this is one of those shows we've talked about this a little bit on the podcast where you know the whole Netflix model where the whole season comes out in one hit yeah um and we've talked about you know pros and cons about that but it was pretty cool because you know because this was such a good show you could just binge watch it. Oh, it was so easy to watch. Like, I think I finished like, yeah. it in, you know, a few days sort of Same. thing. I wish I it with my girlfriend it. and we just like smashed straight through yeah, it. Yeah, it's good. Um, yeah, I really enjoyed it. I watched it solo because my was just never around. <laughs> Thanks, Marty. Jerk. But yeah, I really enjoyed it. Easy to watch. I wanted more and, you know, I reckon Hopper's back next season. Just saying. Well, we'll soon see. Should we go to the next? Yeah, category? I reckon we move on. So we mentioned our nominations and we mentioned our winner. So, this one we were both very keen on and excited about. Best movie of 2019. Yeah. So, these are our nominations. Um, Avengers Endgame, Joker, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood and Captain Marvel. That's what we went with. Just before we get into them, I thought this year there wasn't that many outstanding movies. Um, Yeah, I agree. I mean, at least what you and I saw. Um, Totally, I agree. You know, compared to years previously. So, we actually found this a bit difficult to come up with. Yeah, definitely. A strong list of movies that we've watched and enjoyed. Again, these are, you know, just... Our, this is just our opinion. This is just what, like, we like watching. Exactly, yeah. Um, As you can tell, we've got Marvel. Obviously, yeah, is a heavy influence it, and then a bit of DC. It's heavy. I mean, even our TV shows, heavy on the sci-fi yeah. side of things. So, yeah, sorry. But I'll, I'll let you continue there, Quinny. Sorry. Yeah. So... There are nominations. Um, give us a bit of rundown, Susan. What was what did you what did you like about those ones that we selected? What are some of your standouts? Yeah, so I think um, you know we've spoke about Joker on this show uh, previously. Yeah. You know there has been an announced Joker two apparently in the works. We've talked about whether that you know should be a thing or shouldn't it. So I won't go into that. But that was but Joker just in general was a movie that really just. Um, I think was a masterpiece really like it was something very very different for DC to do uh it was a completely different take on um a a comic movie and an iconic villain too yeah and it's always going to be tough to do because we've seen the likes of Heath Ledger just kill that role that role just you know absolutely you know, put it put up a, a performance for you know the ages, yeah. the ages. Because like just the Dark Knight for me is in my top five favorite movies of all time. Yeah, that's my own personal opinion. It's a fantastic movie. So it, that's always going to be tough. I and mean, you know, we've seen Jared Leto cop quite a lot of criticism for his attempt at Joker. Uh, I actually don't think it was that bad. I think he copped probably too much criticism. I think it was also because the movie itself wasn't great. Like Suicide yeah, Squad I wasn't agree. that fantastic. I thought he was okay in it. Like I think mm. he did the same sort of thing. He tried to be a very different yeah. type of Joker and I thought he was all right. But yeah, yeah I I thought um, the Joker was yeah fantastic start to finish. Um, it was a nice change, I guess, from the type of comic book movies we've seen uh less sort of action and it was a bit more of i guess a story um you know you obviously saw his background um and you know how the joker came to be um for that particular movie um yeah it was quite moving actually i thought it was good yeah it was very interesting and just the way it was you know the way the story what it was about uh, like the whole take on mental illness mm. and like mental health and how it can impact somebody in just just an ad, just an average Joe, pretty much what one bad day can turn you into mm. something that you know that's quite extreme, quite crazy, quite yeah. out there. So yeah, I really think Joker was really good. So I'm I'm glad with what you've just said about it. Cause I totally agree with pretty much everything you just said. Mm. So well done, Sizzle. Yeah, and another one which I thought sort of caught me off guard was actually Captain Marvel because that was one of the few Marvel movies that I didn't know anything about um, the superhero. So I didn't know anything about Captain Marvel going into that movie. Um, It came out at also a bit of a difficult time for the movie because it was in the build-up to Endgame. So I feel like everyone, at least myself personally, I was going in watching the movie sort of thinking forward to Endgame 
Yeah, that's right. Uh, yet it was, and I actually recently just rewatched Captain Marvel. I've been going back and watching all the Marvel movies uh, in order, and even a second time through, it was just as good as watching it the first time. So that was a movie that really surprised me. Uh, I thought it was, yeah, just a a great movie from start to finish. Um, and I was actually quite surprised with how powerful Captain Marvel um, was, um, you know, and and we got to see some some different actors in it um, as well. That was the first time I've ever seen um, uh, Brie Larson, and I thought she killed it. And then yeah, she she's came. a good actress, man. She's got she's in some good movies. Great actress. Yeah, I've never actually seen her in anything um, previously. Um, so it was great to see her and then she obviously followed up and she was in Endgame she wasn't in Endgame all that much I mean she came through in, in the clutch I guess um, so yeah a great movie um, one of the movies that just sort of caught me by surprise and I wouldn't have thought that would have been one of the best movies of 2019 going into it but yeah. here we are that's right and just tonight I just wanted to mention Once Upon a Time in Hollywood Again, I really enjoyed that film too. Mm. You know, as you know, I love Quentin Tarantino. Scissor would know this. I had a Quentin Tarantino themed party a few years ago. We all dressed up in yeah. different outfits and costumes that related to Tarantino's films. I really enjoyed it. Like, you know, it was like kind of that's a bit of a different spin on like the golden age of Hollywood. Leonardo yeah. DiCaprio and Brad Pitt together, man. What more could you ask for? Like, they were awesome in the film. Also, I like the kind of, you know, the historical context was obviously based on real events and you kind of saw the kind of the alternative version of the Charles Manson, like the Manson family murders. Because mm-hmm. as we know, at the end of the film, uh, Sharon Tate, who was Margot Robbie's character, she's obviously the one that was murdered in real life. But in the show, they completely flip it and like she survives and it was just kind of cool to see it from that point of view. There's some serious actors in there. A lot of pe- people in there. Margaret Rowe, like I said. Uh, we had Timothy Olaman, who's in heaps of stuff. You had Dakota Fanning as well. Uh, Al Pacino was in there too. So there's a lot of like really cool, well-known actors and actresses in this film. I just really enjoyed it. A bit what? different to his other films, but I liked it. What is your favourite Tarantino movie? Oh, that's... Yeah, Pulp Fiction. Pulp Fiction? Always. Pulp yeah. Fiction's my go-to. Really love Pulp Fiction. Yeah. Reservoir Dogs is really good too, mm. but... Pulp Fiction is probably my favorite one. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, so Sizzle, how about you announce the winner? All right. This time so, around. Do we do another drum roll? Yeah, let's do another drum All roll. Right. The winner for best movie of 2019, according to Quinny and Sizzle, is Avengers Endgame. Yep. Avengers Endgame. Get around it. Great movie. Three hours long. We both went to the movie. Didn't have to get out of our seats once. It was good. I really enjoyed it. Give me some... What did you really like about this? Give me yeah, some look, points. You know, you just mentioned three hours long. And I remember going into the movie and, you know, a few like blogs and um, a few, um, you know, people on social media and stuff had sort of like told uh, those who were going to see the movie the points where you can go to the bathroom when there's sort of like a lull. Uh, so I sort of had that noted. I was like, okay, just in case. But I was so encapsulated the whole movie it was just so exciting from start to finish. I didn't need to go to the bathroom. Um, yeah, and it, it followed up on what was one of the best Marvel movies, uh, Infinity War. I think it was in our top in our top five favorite Marvel movies and we went through them a few episodes ago. Yeah. I think we both mentioned it. So, I yeah. believe so. Um, it was really cool. I mean, it's hard not to like any Avengers movie because you get to see... I mean, who doesn't like to see superheroes, multiple superheroes going at it for a few hours I mean come on like if you don't like that then I guess you don't like you know comic book or superhero movies but that's right <laughs> yeah it, it's it's just a fun movie and it was good you know it gets a little bit deep um, you know towards the end obviously Tony Stark um, rest in peace yeah also Black Widow rest in peace yeah so and then you know Black Widow will be getting a movie next year so we'll see more of her but yeah, it was great to see Thanos finally taken down. Yeah, finally. Um, I was a bit rattled at the start of the movie though when um, <laughs> when my boy Thor just cuts off his head 
out of nowhere. Yeah, Thorman just uh, another. And then they have to obviously go back in time. Yeah. Uh, shout out to Matthew Berry. He's yeah. in shout out. Although maybe not a shout out because I followed a lot of his uh, advice this year in fantasy football and I didn't make the playoffs. So, no, nah, no. Especially <laughs> your team just couldn't cut yeah, it. That, that, was, that was on me. Shout out to Matthew Berry. He does, does a great job for the Fantasy Focus podcast and... He's a company uh, man. Yes, he is a company man. Hey, Matthew, if you want to jump on the podcast, we'd love to have you. Maybe he can jump on here and give us a uh, like a fantasy um, uh, fantasy preview next season. I like can, it. That'd be we cool. We can talk to the people at ESPN and in. try to get Yeah, him I reckon in. we'll get him in. We're, we're pretty well known these days. <laughs> yeah, so um, it was great to see him in it. Uh, obviously, we got because it went back into the future, we got to see uh, the likes of Loki. I'm a big Loki guy. He was... Um, back in it so yeah, the fun, it was great yeah, to see cool some old faces yeah. and it was pretty cool to see them go back in time and cross over with you know captain america facing himself yeah which is kind of cool so there was a lot the of the of america man <laughs> yeah there's a lot of cool moments in the, obviously thor puts on a lot of weight oh yeah actually i was gonna ask you this question which is hilarious um What's all right it? who do you prefer fat <laughs> thor or buff thor well fat thor is pretty funny i, I must admit for for a laugh, Fat Thor, for sure. But, you know, you got to like buff Thor in battle because he's just an absolute weapon. So, I mean, Fat Thor goes pretty well in that last um, <laughs> that last sort of fight scene, the big battle towards the end, which is one of the most epic battle scenes in movie, uh, in all of movies, I think. That's just awesome. You get to see just so many uh, villains and um, superheroes just... All in the one area, man. Yeah. All, all the guardians are there. Exactly. Black, uh, Black Panther. Black Panther. He's yeah. there. Yeah, he's there. Yeah. Oh, I got another question for you. Just oh, quickly yeah. while we're on Endgame. Uh, Who would you rather go on a date with? Black Widow or Captain Marvel? <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm actually taking Quinny, so. Uh, yeah, I know. But I'm just saying. <laughs> just, just thought I'd. I just thought I'd. Yes, we know. <laughs> um, so, you know, in an alternate universe, if I wasn't taken. Ooh. Who you got? Uh, Captain Marvel. Captain Marvel? Yeah. Fair Who enough. are you picking? Yeah, I'd say Captain Marvel. Yeah. Yeah. You know, she's got she's like super strong man. She gets it done. But you know, Black Widow's pretty cool too. Yeah. They're both decent, you know. <laughs> I wouldn't turn both I wouldn't turn them down. Like, you know, I'd go on a date with both. <laughs> well, you know, maybe, anyway, <laughs> maybe we can arrange that. that. <laughs> yeah, shout out. Yeah, let's arrange that. Captain Marvel, if you need a date, let me know. Black Widow. You want you know you want someone who's like you know Star Lord. <laughs> maybe know. maybe you could be in in. Oh well, they've already. I'm sure they've well, already finished shooting. Did you it. know I am the Taskmaster? I'm under <laughs> oh. that mask. Spoiler: I'm actually the Taskmaster. Right, I can't yeah. wait to watch. Ooh, yeah. So I guess you'll be watching the premiere, like. Yeah, I'm going. I'm flying or... out in a few weeks, man. Once Damn. work's finished, I'm out of here. Damn. So you're not actually going to Young? <laughs> nah. <laughs> it was a lie, man. I'm going. I'm going to America. I'm going to LA, man. Damn. Yeah. But yeah. Cool. All right. Well, let's move on to best album yeah. of 2019. This is uh, another good one. This that is going to be. Enjoyed. We both as, got a few different ones though, which yeah. is good. I mean, as our listeners should know by now, we're very big hip hop fans, so it's predominantly hip hop. So if you don't like hip hop, you know, feel free to skip ahead, or you might want to just listen just for the fun of it. Or if you just like music in general. Yeah. Exactly. And just a note on that: if, uh, as I mentioned at the start of. Uh, last week's episode of now put in timestamps to the notes. So, you know, if you're not enjoying a certain topic, you know, say, we, you know, we often talk about NBA or NFL and pop culture, obviously. If you, you know, you're not a fan of NFL or NBA, you just want to skip ahead to the pop culture part of the podcast, you can do so by just clicking that timestamp in the show notes. So that's just a little programming. Uh, Telling you, he's an innovator. He gets it done. Yeah. He knows what he's doing. Get I around try. Him. I try. So let's we get back to best album of 2019. So the nominees go to, or are, I should say, Kirk by DaBaby, who Quinny recently got into. Uh, recently, e- yeah. <laughs> Listen to some of his tracks. Igor by Tyler the Creator. <sighs> yeah, that's a good one. So Much Fun by Young Thug. That was a sizzle nomination. Yeah. Assume Form by James, aka Simon <laughs> Quinn Blake. Yeah, that's right. Represent. Aries by Jaden Smith, who also goes by the name just Jaden. Uh, Revenge of the Dreamers 3 by J. Cole and Dreamville. Father of Four by Offset. And 
Crash Talk by Schoolboy Q. Chopsticks. Chop, chop. Shout out <laughs> Travis Scott. Love it. Yes. Shout out to Travis Scott, who I'm sure we'll talk about later in this episode. If, possibly, if he's lucky. <laughs> yeah, 2019. What did you think overall from a music standpoint? You know, I thought I thought there were some good albums out there. Like, I really enjoyed a lot of different albums. Um, but, you know... I feel like there was... I would have liked some more, you know, maybe some Kikati released, you know, maybe... Well, that'll be, that'll be boy, next year. That might... Maybe another Travis Scott album, you know. Mm. But no, in, in general, I thought it was pretty good. Like, you had the Ed Sheeran album, which was pretty good as well. Collaborations, that wasn't mm. a bad album as well. But, you know, the main four that I had was obviously, you know, Igor, Assumed Form. I never listened to James Blake really before. Yeah, and we actually saw James Blake live earlier yeah. this year together. So, I really enjoyed seeing him live. And like, you can just, you know, an artist is good when you hear them live and they just mm. sound like they do on their record. So I really love that. That was almost the best for me of this year. Yeah, it was close that for was me too. That was pretty close. I really love Aries by Jane Smith. Like that was, I love that album. Obviously, you know, Tyler's yeah. on there. He's had Rocky was on there. Our boy, of course. Mm-hmm. Himself, <laughs> Kid Cudi. Give me those hums. Yum. Mm. Um, but... I just love that album in general. I really enjoyed it. And then again, Crash Talk. I love me some Schoolboy Q. That was really, that was like my go-to if I was at the gym or something. I want to get some, you know, pumped up music. Chopsticks. Chopsticks, man. Featuring Travi. Chop, chop. I love that. Kid Cudi was on there too. The good yeah. thing about this year though was Kid Cudi was featured on a little bit, yeah, which he, was good. He was he also on Quavo's album. He was on Quavo's album. So yeah, I think overall... He was on Jaden's album. I really... Uh, yeah, it was good. He made a lot of features. Yeah, he had a lot of features this year and, you know, I just really liked it. So yeah, how about you? Yeah, overall, I think it was a pretty good year. A little bit disappointing that we didn't see a Travis Scott album. I'm obviously, and so are you, a huge Travis Scott fan. Although we might be, we might be seeing an album before the end of the year. There's Jack Boys. Jack Boys collaboration. Collaboration album. with his label. So we might see that by the end of the year. It's obviously pretty tight time so frame time now. Left. Although he did release, when he did that collaboration album with um, Quavo, I believe that that might have come out Hunchob Jack, yeah. late in the year or might have, actually it might have come out the very start of the year. I can't remember. Yeah, it, it was either it was, late No, it was, it was late, late December. No, it was early. Sorry, it was early, it was early Jan- January. No, okay. no, no, it was late December. It was late December. Because I was, remember, 2017, I was going to San Francisco ah, and then yes. told me about it. I downloaded it on the plane and I listened to it. Yes, on my no, way to you're San right. Fran. I think it came out before Christmas. It came out before Christmas. It did, yes. So fingers crossed, he does so the same thing. You might see a Travis Scott album um, in the form of Jack Boys before the end of the year. So that was one thing I was a little bit disappointed about. Obviously, I was a bit disappointed that I didn't see a Kid Cudi album. But overall, it was it was quite a good uh, year. Um, as we've mentioned, DaBaby has been nominated. I didn't even know who he was before this year and he's really become one of my favorite artists. I thought he released two albums this year, uh, but I thought his most recent album, Kirk, was really fun. Um, he was It was a nice, refreshing change because there's a lot of mumble rappers out there uh, and you know I like a lot of them. I'm not going to say I don't, but... He was uh, a nice change because he was, he's just more of like a lyrical rapper, um, you know, As very clear, very crisp. Yeah. Um, An auto-tune. Yeah, so it was cool to see him. He's got some like some fun videos, high energy. Uh, That's what you want. Yeah, and he was recently on Saturday Night Live um, just this uh, last weekend. He, you know, did two pretty cool performances. Were they good? Did you watch them? Yeah, and obviously you've been seeing a lot of NFL players uh, been doing the the dance, the the baby dance, the the baby dance. So nice demonstration, yeah. there, Sizzle. Well done. Uh, so that was great. It was good to see Jaden Smith put out another album as well. Uh, I'm not, I wasn't a huge Jaden Smith fan until this album came out, but uh, it was great to see Kid Cudi on there. He's a massive Kid Cudi fan, so it was cool to see him collaborate with Cudi. Um, obviously, James Blake. We got to see him live this year, and that sort of made the album even that little bit more special to me i think that happens with any musician when you see them live it sort of changes your opinion That's on right. them a little bit uh for the good or for the bad but um james blake was certainly for the better because he's an amazing uh performer uh, you know obviously we got the, the travis travis scott um feature on there as well andre 3000 i mean you know you can't really argue with that so a great year in all, uh, but I think it's time to announce the best album of 2019. According to the Quinlay Show. 
Drum roll. Drum roll again. And the winner goes to... Igor. Igor by Tyler, the creator. Great album. Like I said, completely different to what he used, what he would normally release. It was kind of cool to see him in a completely kind of different vibe. And his album was amazing. You know, he had some good features on there too. Playboy Cardi's on there. Little Uzi Vert. Mm. Kanye West just is randomly on there too. CeeLo Green. Also Pharrell's in there as well. So... I think this is probably... I honestly think this is probably his best album, his release. Yeah. Because I like it because I really liked Flower Boy. Yeah, I think they're, and, I think there is two best. Yeah, and I think this one really like kind of shows him at his element. And I really enjoyed this whole album. Like, it was Favorite great. song? Favorite song? <sighs> Mine's Earthquake. Yeah, mine... And I really like What's Good too. Mine is... New magic, new yeah, magic wand was great. great. I love too. new magic wand. Um, so that was that was mine. What's good is also legit as well, like you said. But I think my favorite Eagle's was theme's quite a good track. Yeah, too. I like that was the intro to the track uh, to the album. New magic wand though was mine. But I honestly reckon it's his best album that he's released. And you know, if he keeps up with this kind of vibe. I'm not mad about that. I'm happy with that. Like you know, critically acclaimed, his highest rated album. I'm getting around that. Yeah, I thought it was his best album too. Um, I and I really liked Flower Boy. I thought that was, I thought that was his best before this one uh, came out. Yeah. So, and this was an album that you know was very highly rated. This wasn't you know I've you know there's so many websites that had this as you know Complex Magazine, um, you know. Hype Beast, I believe, you know, had this as number one. So yeah, that's right. Complex had it as number one best yeah. album in 2019. That's um, crazy. You know, it, it had so many great ratings um, overall. Uh, I believe he, he he pretty much did everything on this album as well. Like he, I'm pretty sure he was a producer. One of the, yeah. I think he produced it. Um, I think he wrote everything on it. So he really just, you know, made this album what it was really from start to finish. Um, and it was sort of one of those albums that came out of nowhere. Like he didn't really have a single for it. I guess Earthquake, Earthquake. was the single. But Earthquake. I mean, I guess that's how artists do it these days. They don't really bring out too many singles. No, they just release like a one banger and then that gets you keen for the whole album. Yeah. So I think it was, yeah, the best album of the year. I'm excited to see, you know, because he's so still so young. Oh, he's our age, man. Exactly. 28. So he's got plenty of albums left in him it's weird though because it's almost like i feel like he doesn't really like rap like he's kind of like i think he's yeah he's kind of decided you know what you know i did that whole rap thing earlier and on in you my know, career. he still raps obviously and, and that's the good thing that's what i like about um, igor is the fact that he does rap as well throughout the album it's not mm. just obviously singing but it's kind of cool because he kind of mixes both in there and just sounds really good i'm kind of annoyed though because it only got nominated for one award which is best rap album yeah. I don't know how it wasn't nominated for album of the year for the Grammy Awards this year. So that was one thing I wasn't happy about. And then Marty would agree with me too. Shout, shout out to Marty. He would definitely agree with what I just said. So that was a bit disappointing. But if he doesn't win, gee up. Yeah. His album's like amazing. Yeah. The only one disappointing thing about, and it's not about the album, but I guess was about this year to circle back while mentioning Tyler the Creator, was I really thought we were going to get a Tyler the Creator ASAP Rocky oh, collab they album. Yeah, because love, they yeah, were ASAP, always yeah. so many pictures together. They even brought out that song, Potato Salad, yeah, that together, was which was an awesome song, cool yeah. video. They're always seen together and you know they're well noted to be like quite close friends. I was. I really thought this was going to be the year that we saw uh, a Tyler um, ASAP album. We never know, man. Maybe so I, next I'm, year. I'm really hoping 2020 that we do. That's that's one of the albums that I'd like to like a, re, a collab album that I'd really like to see, um, as well as a Cuddy and Travis Scott album. They're the two collabs Great. albums that I would really like to see. If Travis Scott and Kid Cuddy do a collaboration album, I'm done. <laughs> like I'm that hyped. I'll lose it. I'll lose my mind. You I'll be playing that. it on repeat. For the rest of my life. <laughs> you and I both. Yeah. All right, Quinny, should we move on? Because yeah, we've still got a bit to get to. Yeah, okay. So, our next category, we just chucked this one in there last minute because, you know, 
my sizzler myself love a good podcast and yeah. as you know you know the Quinlay show has been quite successful this year <laughs> yeah. uh, so pretty much if we could have nominated ourselves we would have yeah that's right so we pretty much have our nominations for best podcast of 2019 so they are the following binge mode Harry Potter and Star Wars so the same the binge mode podcast by our boys Mally Rubin and who sizzle yeah and what's his name again Jason Concepcion our boy the Bill Simmons network as he goes on yeah network the Bill Simmons podcast the rewatchables fantasy so the fantasy focus football podcast and then I added the herd too I I was into a bit of the herd and yeah so there are nominations sizzle give me a rundown which one did you like the most do you have any other ones that you wanted to add to the nominations because they're the ones that I've put down yeah I mean I'd probably just add uh, one that I listened to um, you know, on a weekly basis, Arscast. Um, I'm a big Arsenal fan, as I've mentioned on the podcast. If anyone knows me, I'm a very passionate Gunnar. Um, Gunnar. Unfortunately, because they're not doing very I well this season. I go for Liverpool. <laughs> um, <laughs> How are they going this year? I don't know. But you're a Chelsea fan. No. Nah. You're a drug drug bar. <laughs> um, so yeah, the uh, Arscast. Oh, man. Oh, <laughs> the Arscast podcast is one of my favorites that I would, you know, put up there. Um, but yeah, I would probably agree with those uh, other ones you've mentioned. I think Bill Simmons, it's hard not to really... I mean, he also brought out the Book of Basketball. I haven't um, listened to that one 2. yet. 2.0. It's on that's my, it's on a, my to-do list That's a great listening. listen to. I, I mean, some... I, I guess we should just probably give a big shout out to The Ringer because... That's what it's on. Yeah, yeah The Ringer, Bill Simmons, Binge Mode, Rewatchables. Rewatchables. Like, really, they're just putting out some fire content right now. Not only their podcast, but the stories, yeah. um, the video content they put out. They inspired us, mate, to start our, uh, to do our own podcast. They did, so... Get around it. Yeah. Um, shout out to The Ring Up. But yeah, Bill Simmons had another big year, had heaps of cool guests on his podcast. If you don't listen to the Bill Simmons podcast and you like sports and pop culture... Uh, so basically, if you listen to this podcast, you probably should be listening to Bill Simmons as well. He's a pod father, as he's called by Jalen Jacoby. Um, also another decent podcast. It didn't make the list, but shout out to Jalen and Jacoby. Uh, yeah, another great year. We obviously started our podcast, which is pretty cool. Um, yeah, bigger and better things to come from us next year, I'm sure. Season two, 2020. Yeah, so yeah, just a great year. But, you know, without further ado, let's name. There's only the one winner. winner. All right, drum roll, please, Mr. Finlay. Yeah! <laughs> Binge mode. Harry Potter and Star Wars were our, that was our best podcast this year by the Ringer Network. Get around Binge Mode. Thank you, Mallory. Thank you, Jason. We love you. We do. You inspire us every day. And if you don't uh, watch, you know, I said that about Bill Simmons, but seriously, if you don't already listen to Binge Mode and you like Star Wars, you need to be... Yeah, I mean, or you can even go back. Game of Thrones too. Yeah, they they did a Game Game of of Thrones Thrones pod too. So for those of you who don't know, basically they just, whatever they're focusing on, at the moment they're doing Star Wars, but previously they've done Game of Thrones and Harry Potter. But they pretty much just binge, watch, and read, um, you know, Harry Potter, Star Wars, Game of Thrones. Pretty much just consume everything, everything. they possibly can, you can whole universe. from that particular um, universe. And then they just do podcasts on podcasts on podcasts about it. So much content. And it's it's pretty funny too. Like it's a... Their take on it is quite enjoyable. So yeah. Always engaging. Binge mode podcast of the year all right mate what's our next section of nominations what's our next area yeah so um the last one we have here is best sporting moment of 2019 so the nominees are Kawhi leonard taking the raptors to the finals and winning an nba championship uh which also included a game seven buzzer beater against the 76ers which was that was huge massive Joel and B started crying afterwards, man. That's how devastated he was. He did. He did indeed. Uh, we've also got the Illawarra Hawks signing LaMelo Ball. LaMelo! Which was a huge deal for the city of Wollongong and, and for the NBL uh, in general. Yeah. Um, uh, we've got Lamar Jackson, um, you know, just becoming the NFL's hottest player. And um, probably the MVP. And, at yeah, the probably the MVP. I mean, the dude's throwing 28 touchdowns, only six interceptions. Yeah. You know, over 2,600 yards, quarterback rating of 109.2. He's be- He's been the Patrick Mahomes of 2019. Just the running season. version. Yeah. Um, that's all I had, but I believe you had a couple. I more had maybe. one more that I'd mention. 
AFL, obviously, Aussie rules. My team, I'm a diehard Brisbane Lions fan. They finished second this year on the AFL ladder, which was huge, mm. after coming like 16th the year before. Playing in the finals for the first time since 20, 2009, which was huge. But unfortunately, they lost the game before the grand final. But they made it to the prelim, so they were literally a game away from the grand final. So for me, I just added the Brisbane Lions. Yeah. Well, the winner is who, Sizzle? The winner goes to... Are we doing another drum roll? Yeah, let's do it. The Toronto Raptors. Raptors. Kawhi Leonard taking them to the finals. It's pretty impressive. Yeah, fun guy. Boardman gets paid. Boardman gets a ring. Fun guy gets a ring. The claw. Yeah, it was pretty awesome. He goes there for one season and pretty much just takes them the whole way to an NBA championship and then pieces out... uh, Tyreek Hill style. Peace out, guys. <laughs> yeah, it was awesome. It was just awesome to see him. I actually uh, won a bottle of wine on that as well because I had a bet with my good friend, um, Alex Beagley, that the Raptors would go further than the Bucks, And they obviously did. They ended up winning it. So, you know, thank you for earning me a bottle of wine there, uh, Kawhi and the Raptors. So, yeah, just a, a really impressive, you know, Toronto, you know, winning a championship, uh, that city really got behind them, embraced him. And it's nice to see he made his return today, actually, to Toronto. And they were um, loving it. They the gave Clippers. him a stand yeah, ovation. It was, it oh, was that was really see. good to see. It was good to see no one... I mean, and why would you? Because he, he won your city he a championship. He literally got you a championship. So you can't really boo him. But it was just nice to see because sometimes in sports, you do see fans overreact in situations like that. Yeah. And you know, treat right. players you know, quite horribly after they've you know gone out and done you know, put their bodies on the line really for the city of Toronto. Yeah. And for the spectators. So it was good to see. um, And yeah, it was nice to see how he was received and he got his ring. So his ring and then also recognized as pretty much the best player in the NBA. Yeah. I mean, if he wins another one this year, I mean, he's got to be up there as all time. One of the best. Well, he'd be the, I think he's like the first person ever to win a championship on three different teams. Yeah, I mean, that would be and just And three finals impressive. MVPs. Yeah. And look, I But you know what, man? LeBron had a triple-double today. The Lakers are looking pretty good, man. We'll soon see, Quinny. But we'll see. But, uh, you know, shout out Kawhi Leonard, the claw, fun guy. Yeah, you're fun. You got the championship. All right, Quinny. All right. Should we wrap this podcast let's wrap up? wrap it up. All right. Like let's present because it's Christmas time. And I did there. Woo. You know what I'm going to do here? Straight we'll up. wrap it up like our Spotify wrapped. You like that? Oh. <laughs> so we're going to finish it. the podcast. Kobe. And we're going to just just finish by touching on our top artists according to Spotify wrapped. Quinny, who were your top five or your top artists for 2019, according to Spotify. According to Spotify. So, pretty straightforward. Everyone's expecting this. There was one sneaky one in there that they might be like, oh, what's going on here? But I'm telling you, bangers. Tyler Creator, obviously, was my number one. Mm-hmm. Travis Scott, number two. Yep. Jaden Smith, number three. Kid Cuddy, of course, number four. And number five... Get me in the groove. Get me fired up for some party mode, some drinking. The presets, man. Yeah, whoa. I was pumping those albums, man. Whoa. The presets. Give me that Australian Australian house music. Throwback to our teenage years, mate. House parties. Mr. Location in front of me. <laughs> the Bourbon Boys. The Bourbon Boys. I like it. Get around that. That were my top five. How about yourself, mate? Yeah, nice. Pretty similar list. Um well, the style of music, very similar. Um, number one, I had Future. Uh, number two, Travis Scott, of course. Number three was James Blake. Number four was Offset. And number five Offset. was ooh, Thugger ooh, himself. Ooh. <laughs> Young Thug. So, yeah. I you know I probably would have predicted that. Uh, I, I thought Cuddy might have got in there because I did listen to a lot of Cuddy this year. But um, I guess not Just not enough, enough mate. Um, yeah, so maybe I need enough. to up my cutty next year because I'd like to see him my top five. Um, you need some more hums in your life, Pat. I do. I really do. So need to play that Man on the Moon one and two Man a little bit more. Um, yeah, that was my top five. Oh, yeah. Uh, and you and I had the same artist of the decade, didn't we? We did indeed. And who was that? La Flame. La Flame. Straight, Straight up. up. <laughs> it's lit. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Travis Scott. Travi. Was our artist. I was listening to Days Before Radio today. Yeah. It's a great album. Great album. 
So my artist of the year was Future. Your artist of the year was Igor. Tyler, Tyler Creator. Very good. So Tyler. That's, that's our Spotify rap. A Spotify wrapped. <laughs> wrapped up. And that is this podcast wrapped. This is our best of 2019 show. Oh yeah. Uh off the top. Not much prep for this show. It was good. It was fun, wasn't it? And then you know what? Because I feel like it I'm gonna finish with my top five songs of two nineteen. Oh. <laughs> Number one, Mile High, featuring Travis Scott, Metro Boomin, James Blake, Metro Boomin New Magic Wand, Tyler Creator, Summertime in Paris, Jaden Smith, Willow Smith, Noise, Jaden and Tyler Creator. What's good, Tyler the Creator? Nice. And mine were Mile High by James Blake, NC17 by Travis Scott, Legacy by Offset, I had Unicorn Perp in there by Future. And I had Barefoot in the Park by James Blake. Straight up. That's your top five. That's my top five. That's our podcast. That's, That's best it. of 2019. We did it. High five to that. High five. Stay tuned next week as we will have our Christmas special, which can't is going to be pretty fun. Christmas special. I can't wait. Is this going to be live streamed maybe? Are we going to yeah. possibly... Could that be on the cards maybe? Since yeah, we might. We are innovators. Yeah, we're going to have to wear some Christmas sweaters or something though. If we I'll do go that. Christmas sweater. All right. Don't you worry. So stay tuned for that. And, you know, rate and review us. Tell your friend. Tell your brother. Tell your sister. Tell your cousin. Tell the fam. Tell the world. Tell the world that the Quinlay Show is out and about get around it great year 2019 2020 is going to be even better yeah well we'll be seeing you next week well we won't be seeing you we'll be talking to you it's lit straight up yeah